Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. This is part one of our episode titled, Why Your New New Year's Resolutions Fail. Last week, we talked about why resolutions are important, but this week we want to specifically talk about why people have such a hard time keeping their resolutions. Jason, have you made any New Year's resolutions? I have, and uh, we kind of spoke about that in some past episodes where I laid it out, uh, actually spoke with my wife about it too, to help me uh, keep that accountability. But yes, nonetheless, um, I have written some things down and I hope that here in a couple of months, I can come back and say, man, I was able to complete this and this and this because I got my eyes on the target, man. Well, maybe we can help hold each other accountable. Did you know that New Year's resolutions have existed since the early 19th century and perhaps even earlier than that? Not only were people making resolutions hundreds of years ago, but they were also breaking them. And they used those excuses for bad behavior before New Year's, much like we still do today. I know that I am definitely guilty of that, taking advantage of the holiday feasts and parties and all the things that our family does. Uh, And I'm like, well, I can probably eat this extra large piece of cake um, because New Year's is next week and I'll, uh, I'll start losing weight then. And I, when I was uh, researching for the episode, I saw some statistics that were a little bit alarming and they were 44% of Americans make a resolution before the stroke of midnight and 31% of them stick with the promise after, you know, at least starting on January 1st and of the failures 81% of people have given up completely on their new year's resolution by February 1st. What do you think about that, Jason? That's freaking nuts, man. You know, like it's alarming. It, 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 it is. But the bigger question here is why, right? Like I'm not Simon Sinek, but we need to understand the why here. Like, why is this occurring? Like 81% yeah. by February, like 30. So you're talking days. about, we couldn't even make it 30 days. Yeah. You were talking about several hundred million people making a New Year's resolution and 81% of them giving up before February 1st. Do you think that if this was, you know, hey, here we are at at, at your at your university, Kevin, <laughs> 81% drop out. You think the university is going to be uh, happy about right. that? Right. Within, <laughs> within 31 days. <laughs> You're setting records just on the worst possible way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, listen, so there's so many people committing to New Year's resolutions. It's no wonder why people's outlook is extremely positive heading into the new year. Everyone expects change in their lives brought on by completing resolution after resolution when they enter the new year. But what happens if you don't complete your resolutions? Was it a complete failure or was this a failure up front? Like at the beginning when you were scripting these resolutions out, maybe you should have entered the new year with an understanding of how to maintain the drive 
to complete these resolutions, or better yet, why people fail at fulfilling these resolutions. It's no secret anyone who has entered a new year with planned resolutions is excited, motivated, committed, and dedicated to creating positive change over the next 365 days. Sadly, though, most people cannot fulfill the resolutions for a variety of reasons, reasons consisting of eventual lack of desire, their goals were unclear, they've got no accountability, and I think the most important one here is change. So, Kevin, I want to hit on change for a second here. So many of us uh, wake up and, and we take the easy road. Kevin and I spoke about this several weeks ago about taking the easy versus the hard road. And the easy road is the one we've known for years. It leads us to contentment. But so many of us want to change our lives. You know, we want to pursue bigger and better ideas. We want to create change in the world and live out our dreams. Except most people, when presented with the ability to change, opt not to because they are content in their lives. Disrupting content means adding stress and adding stress means more weight on your shoulders and more weight on your shoulders means I'm just going to fail. So why even try it all, Kevin? Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I like to think about it like this. You, 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 you go out there, you go to college to get a good job, you get the good job, you make good money, <clears throat> you start your happy life, the American dream, right? Maybe it's a spouse, kids, dog, right? All the stuff. But your dream is actually bigger. You you want to move up in the organization and be a leader, or you want to take on more responsibility. You want to make more money. You want to start a business of your own or start a side hustle, travel more, whatever, right? But then when you're offered the opportunities for these things, you you opt not to do them because the change is so hard, right? You You're offered the promotion at work, but the the promotion requires you to move halfway across the country and you don't do it because you don't want to move your family from the current city. And, and there's all this change and that's all hard. I actually have a, a set of really good friends from high school and um, this opportunity came up for them. And I don't know what their goals were uh, work related, but I do know that, um, the husband got the opportunity to for a big promotion at his company to move to Malaysia and the four young kids like you and I both, Jason, and, mm. and their kids are a little bit older than our kids. So they were like teenagers and like elementary school students and away they went and they they moved to Malaysia. They're documenting it all over uh social media. I love to see the change happen. I love to see them out there and their kids enjoying this new life there and, and all the, the complications that it brings, but you know, real change is hard. And I think a lot of us desire change. And, and I think that's why we make the new year's resolution, but then ultimately we don't fulfill them because fulfilling them would lead to the change and we're just inherently programmed to not like change. We get so nervous and scared and, and the uprooting of our current life. And we just lose the motivation to complete it, to complete the resolution, to complete the goal. Therefore, when the year ends, we're in the same position as we were when we started. 
I'm going to try and illustrate something that I heard uh, a while back, and and hopefully you get the idea of what I'm saying here, and, and hopefully the listeners do too, Kevin. But we're talking about change, and change is hard, and change is uh, sometimes inevitable. But think of it like this. I've got a robot, right? Like I got a toy robot. And right now, and let's use Optimus Prime, right? You're familiar with Optimus Prime and, and the course. Transformers? Okay, so I've got Optimus Prime in my hand, right? And at the moment, he's the semi-truck. He's the car, right? That's how his position is in my hand. And we want him to become, you know, Optimus Prime. He gets out of his out of his car and he's ready to battle, you know, Megatron and all these things. So he's in the process of of, of going and transforming from the car to the actual transformer. But let's say that we stopped in the middle of that. Where are we? Right? We're not a truck and we're not a transformer, right? We have stopped and we're neither of those. We're nowhere. Like so change is hard because in one aspect we want these great things and then in the process of doing it, we're in the middle of this transformer, right? We're, we, we've started the change, but we just can't get there at the end. We're in the middle. So we're nowhere. We're, we're not where we were. We're not where we want to go. And change in itself is in, incredibly hard. And so I think and I believe that being able to keep your resolutions means that you have to mentally prepare and accept that if you want to complete these resolutions and you want this change, in your life that you have to have a mindset shift, meaning like I've got to mentally prepare and prep and I need to talk with everybody who, uh, who needs to be informed about these ideas. Like, you know, if I was going to take on a new job, like if my goal and my resolution for 2023 was to take on a new job, I better have that conversation with my wife about what the, what the reality is going to be like if we get this, like, is it going to be a move? Is it going to be a change in my hours or my job status? And is it going to affect my family? Like when that change and that, and that promotion is given to me, if I'm not ready for it, then what do I do? I usually fall back into contentment, right? I, I don't want to move forward because it's going to disrupt my life. But if I would have already had those conversations and I would have mentally prepped for it and, you know, the people, the most people in my life were ready for that as well, then when that change was given to me or offered to me, I would be much more ready to accept it and move on. Does that make sense, Kev? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I just really want to hammer this home real quick is that there are many, many things that you can set your goals for and your resolutions for in the upcoming year. But if you're not ready for the change, you're always going to be stuck with where you are and you will never move forward. So you have got to wrap your mind uh, around that mindset shift and really get focused on what it is that you want to be changed. We want to thank you all for tuning in to part one of our Why New Year's Resolutions Fail series. We will see you back and better than ever on Wednesday for our practical application episode focusing on the reasons why most people never complete their New Year's resolutions and how to avoid this. Also, please, if you have just one minute, we would love for everyone to rate and review the podcast. Leave us a review. It helps to get the podcast to more folks like you. And finally, as always, if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset.
Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday, so be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah. Yeah.